Welcome back to the Creative DBA podcast, a podcast for creatives doing business as freelancers and solopreneurs. I'm your host, Karee. One of the biggest questions for any type of business is, how much should I charge? It doesn't matter if you sell a physical product or offer a service, we all want to have a solid understanding of our pricing. Today, I want to share with you the formula that literally shifted how I look at my prices. This is what I use to help my business go from the struggle struggle to more sustainable. Here it is. When it comes to pricing, you have to do the math. Everybody wants that magic number to let them know exactly how much they should charge for their products or services. No one wants to find out that their pricing structure is not working. However, we rarely find out if we have a problem until we're knee deep in the struggle. And I know this personally. Yes, I have been through the struggle of pricing services. Before I continue with this episode, I want you to know that I cannot give you hard facts on what you need to charge. That would be silly. I don't know your business structure. I don't know your product. I cannot say, if you do this, you need to charge this. I want to share with you the math that I use to help me understand the financial structure of my business better which led to me understanding how to price my services better. This episode is especially for the creatives who know they're working hard but still struggle financially. I hear you. I've been you. I know what it feels like. This episode is for you. Are we ready for the formula? The first thing I did was look at the numbers backwards. That's right, backwards. There are two numbers that you should consider. The first number is, what is the overhead cost of running your business? This is how much it costs to buy the wholesale products to make the final product, the software that you use, um, you know, your cell phone, if you have a brick and mortar. What is the overhead figure of what it costs to run your business every year? The second number is how much do you want to make for your salary, which is so interesting because many business owners don't think of a salary when they're starting. And that is because if you come from working with someone, the salary is thought of for you. Yes, of course, in the interview, you negotiate your salary. There's probably, you know, some room where you can, you know, increase the number if you want to. But they give you a range of we can pay from this to that or this is what we offer and then you negotiate on top of that. But it's really done for you and a check arrives in your bank account every month or every two weeks. And it is what it is. So when you go out and start a business, there's two numbers that you're naturally not thinking of, overhead and salary. As a business owner, You have to think about the math. So let's break down the math. I'm going to give a magic number of $100,000. This is what I want to work with. That seems to be the goal of many people these days that they want to make six figures. 
And I'm also going to say that if you made six figures, it will cover your salary as well as your overhead. Okay, so a hundred thousand dollars. That's a nice, well-rounded number. Here's what you do. You take a hundred thousand dollars and divide by 12. That will give you eight thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars a month. Then you take that number and you divide by four. That will give you $2,083 a week. For all my math people out there, remember, I'm working my way backwards. I understand if you did this forwards, if you did $2,083 a week times 52 weeks in a year, you're going to get like $109,000. But we're working our way backwards. If we want to make $100,000 at the end of the year, and I divide that by 12 months in a year, that gives me $8,300 approximately per month. Then I break that down per week. So I have about $2,083 on average that I need to make. I break down the month into weeks so I can see the number smaller. Because when I see at $8,000, it's like, woof, I gotta make $8,000 this month. But if I look at, you know, in 2,000 chunks, I visually, it helps me to break it down just a little bit more. Now, let's just say, this is just an example now, that you charge $100 for a logo. In order to make $2,083 a week, you'll have to design 21 logos. In order to make $8,333 per month, you'll have to design 83 logos in one month. To make $100,000 a year, you'll have to design a thousand logos. Can you imagine a thousand logos a year? Let's throw out an example of a product. Say you sell backpacks. If you sell a backpack for $100, you will have to sell a thousand backpacks a year to earn $100,000. Consider this though, your profit margins are completely different from a person who has a service. And I'm not going to get too deep into this because you have to think of the cost of making that backpack where the designer just has their computer and of course they pay their subscription to their software, whatever they use. What you do with the numbers to understand how does this work? How do I get to the end of the year where I'm paying my bills and I have a sustainable business? Work your way backwards. What is that number that you need to make in the end? Divide it by 12 and then divide it by four. When I did this, it forced me to look at my business model completely differently. I instantly, and when I say instantly, I instantly realized that my business that I had was not sustainable. I could no longer just, you know, create a logo here, design a flyer here, design a brochure here, because I would be working myself into the ground. It is then that I decided, okay, I need to have retainer clients and I at least need to have clients where I'm designing their full brand identity. What I did with my business structure immediately is that I did more for a client so that I could charge more. And that way I started creating these packages. 
it's the same thing that I do with um, my coaching services. Like I have coaching packages. If we do three months of coaching, four months or six months agreements. So then they're on retainers and I have a better understanding of how much money is coming in. So when it comes, well, let me back up because I, I, I know that it's like ugh, numbers, you know, salary, pricing, everything. This is what it means to boss up. Running a business is serious and I want my creatives to have sustainable businesses. The days of being a starving artist are over. There's too much knowledge and too much help out there to show us how we can do this. I know the math can start to work your nerves. However, this is the cost of being a business owner. And I don't even want to say the cost of being a business owner like this is like pain and suffering. In fact, we get to earn as much money as we want. So we no longer sit across from a table and look at someone who tell us what they're going to pay us. No, we can decide what do I want to earn in 12 months. This leads right into the action item for the week. And I know you know what it is. I know you can feel it. So just relax those shoulders, get some paper, get something to write with, and get out your calculator. This week, I want you to do the math on your business pricing structure by working backwards. Start by setting your end of the year financial goal. In 12 months, what do you want that to look like? And you know what? You can just start wherever you are in the year right now. You don't have to wait 12 months. You can start in six months from now, four months. Is it eight months left in the year? Whatever is left in the year, look at how much money you would like to make to cover your business overhead and your salary and then divide by those months. So if it is in 12 months, divide by 12. If it's eight, divide by eight. And then break it down in weeks too if it helps you to look at the number better when you're looking at it in smaller chunks. Then look at your pricing. List out every single thing that you are offering or selling. What is your pricing structure? Does the structure you have right now Provide the life that you want to live. You will clearly see that when you put it down on paper. Like I said, when I put it down on paper, I was like, oh no, this is not going to work. When it comes to setting the end of the year financial goal, I would like to leave you with this suggestion. Create three different financial goals. Create one that is the dream number, like this is the ultimate. If I made this, like yes. This is the goal. Then create your survival number. This is the number that I need to earn or I will be on the streets. Yes, I know that's a little, you know, harsh to think about, but it's a reality. Then the third number is somewhere in between that. It may not be the dream number and it's definitely not the survival number, but it lives somewhere in between there. Now you have financial goals. Now you know the targets that you're trying to reach. And when you do that, you set your financial goals, you look at your pricing structure of everything that you offer right now. So you just write it down, what every single thing that you sell, every single service that you offer, write it down and put the number next to it and look at what needs to change. 
Do you need to increase your prices? Do you need to start packaging services so that you put things together in a package instead of offering these a la carte services? See, I can't tell you what you need to do, but I'm telling you this. If you do this exercise, you will see things differently. There it is. When it comes to pricing, you have to do the math. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative DBA podcast, a space for creative business owners to learn more about money, marketing, and mindset. My name is Karee, and you can find me on Instagram.com forward slash Creative DBA. Come back next week as I release another episode. Until then, have a creative week.